This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Van Deese joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandela, our guest here. Jason Walker. Deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, happy uh, Thursday. Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle, it is your choice. Where you have it repaired, choose Capital Collision Center. Major Mortgage Man Cave, big show coming up today. Uh, we're going to talk to Sarah Challenge, former Carroll College women's basketball player and uh, a nurse down in the Boise area and uh, is awesome. And she's just an awesome, she's like a, that little sister I never had. But she is uh, going to join us to talk about what it's like being a nurse in a pandemic. So all that's coming up and much, much, much more. You can watch live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, listen live on Podbean, Network One Sports, TreasureStateRadio.com, Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com, the email, and at JWalkerSports on the Twitter. All right. I uh, got a uh, quick hi to my son, Bob, whom I just spent the weekend with in Kansas City. He is now somewhere in across the pond. Overseas, uh, They flew out yesterday, deployed yesterday. So uh, he is checking in while they are quarantined now for the next couple of weeks, His, uh, him and his company in the United States Army. So there you go. Uh, let's see here. What do we want to talk about first? All right. Uh, congratulations to the Providence men's basketball team and the Carroll women for uh, clinching the uh, regular season titles for the Frontier Conference. Uh, Carroll did it over the weekend. Didn't even have to play. That's uh, how dominant they've been. What are they, 17, 18, and 2? It's unbelievable. Uh, great, great team. Pretty good coaching staff, too. Uh, and then uh, the Providence men, another great coach, and Steve Keller. Um, and, of course, when you have quite potentially the NAI Player of the Year in Zakea Starko Kelly, you're probably going to win some games, and they have been. And uh, Providence, with a win last night over Western, clinched the title. Carroll men in second. And uh, Rocky men and women struggling. Speaking of Rocky women, okay. We talked about this last week and how it is just a cluster right now going on with uh, the Rocky Mountain women's basketball program. So head coach Wes Keller is on administrative leave because... If you, if you haven't heard yet, last week he was placed on administrative leave. Uh, I believe it was Monday or Tuesday or the weekend, during the week. Anyway, it's been over a week now, almost two weeks. Because some girls that normally would ride the pine were complaining about his quote-unquote abrasive coaching style. So he's on administrative leave. So in return... Something like seven or eight players, girls, have sat, uh, opted to sit out in support of Coach Keller, which is the right thing to do for these uh, these young ladies. And they deserve all the credit for supporting a coach who is a hell of a coach. I've seen him coach in practice. I've seen him coach in games. He's not abrasive. Now, that is the word that's been floated around. So they didn't play, uh, and then and the, these eight girls sitting out includes the top five scores. Now, if you missed anything from what's, I mean, last my first comments, go back to last week, uh, a week ago yesterday, uh, so the 10th, I guess, listen to the show, jasonwalkershow.com. It's gotten a lot of traction, a lot of parents, a lot of kids um, agreeing that Coach Keller is getting screwed. So last night they played. 
and uh, the assistant coaches taken over once again on the bench, and the bench girls playing. Now, last week they were spirited and, and almost beat MSUB. Last night, not so much. So, um, I, I, I just... I will stand by Wes Keller, and I believe he's getting just raw-dealed by the administration. And, look, I don't know if he's going to coach the rest of the year. I don't know if he's going to coach at Rocky again. So, which is unfortunate. So, uh, Rocky lost last night 69-57. So uh, I've been. I, I heard a. I heard a. I heard from a source that there is a chance Keller returns this weekend for games against Providence. I don't see that happening. Don't see that happening. Uh, last night, Chloe Thatcher, Shauna uh, Rabiscus, Mackenzie Detham, Grace Parker, Izzy Spruitt all sat out again in support of their coach. And uh, again, I completely agree with them. Now, here's the thing. If you're Rocky and you get rid of Wes Keller, you're going to lose, I bet, a bunch of players too. Brett Morehouse leading the way. So I'm told that there is um, a bunch of inner conflict, obviously. The top five scorers, the top eight girls support Coach Keller. The bench supports Coach Morehouse. And there's, I mean, that just breeds infighting, right? And uh, the school is not letting anybody talk. Student-athletes, coaches, nobody. Nobody's being allowed to to speak. It's like a gag order has been put on by Rocky administration. Which is kind of a joke in itself. Like if the administration has nothing to hide in this, you know, investigation, then talk to us. Why won't they talk to us? I want to talk to the media. It's a joke. That's what it is. It's a joke down there. And good luck to Coach Keller and uh, and those girls that are supporting him. So, all right. Uh, let's see what else we got to chat about today. Um, there's a lot, <laughs> and we'll stay away from the other stuff. Uh, oh, by the way, if if no, we'll, we'll stay away from that, too. <laughs> we'll talk about some good news, and that is the first ever, first ever, all right, uh, Take uh, get a good night's sleep, bud. Love you. The sun is headed to bed. They're overseas, so it's late over wherever they're at. Um, the first ever state all-class girls wrestling tournament starts tomorrow at Lockwood High School at Lockwood which is just near Billings. Anyway, um, this is cool. And, I, you know, if you've listened to this show, big proponent of um, women's athletics, women in sports. And uh, women in all aspects of sports. So this is super cool. And these girls are going to do awesome. I wrestled in high school, and I'd be scared to death to wrestle these girls. Seriously, that's how good they are. And, uh, man, it's going to be fun. I wish I was down there to, uh, this weekend, Friday and Saturday at Lockwood High, to watch this. It's going to be awesome. You could watch on NFHS website. But uh, congratulations to these girls. I think it's 169 girls that are all headed to state. No divisionals, just all going to state this first year, which is super cool. And uh, they deserve it. They deserve their own chance. Love it. You got districts going on. They started, um, what, Monday, Tuesday, continuing all through the weekend in Class C. And great, great stuff in uh, high school basketball. Uh, Last night, there was, uh, let's see here, some good stuff. And we'll get to it as we uh, 
check in on uh, 32 points for Megan Grandboys of Culbertson. Uh, Connor Flint from Baker had 26. Heidi Labrie of Ecolac had 24. Uh, wow, Culbertson had a couple in the 20s. Look at that. Uh, Megan Grandboys and McKenna Hogg. Uh, Emily Adkins of Bridger, 23. Jared Party of Ecolac had joined uh, or had 22. Lindsey Paulson from Belt, Colton Miskey of Weibo with 21, Dylan G of Broadus with 20. I mean, that's some uh, district tournament. That's some good stuff. Let's see uh, who else won last night. Should we run through that a little bit? Mm. Why not? A uh, couple of uh, good ones. Let's see. Eight, number eight, uh, Roy Winifred. Girls got a 60 to 15 win over Centerville in 8C. That's a big win. Hobson uh, or uh, Hayes Lodgepole jumped out to a 25 to five lead after one quarter. Was up by 32 at the half and beat Big Sandy, 57 26. Remember when Big Sandy used to be really good in girls basketball? It's tough to see that uh, that score. Things have changed. We got some District B going on as well, which is uh, super cool. There is just great basketball, boys and girls across the state this week, and. Uh, it appears that I will get to go to Great Falls for the uh, State A tournament, boys and girls, and uh, do the play-by-play for NFHS on that. Uh, that is, what, March 3rd through the 6th. So I'll be up in Great Falls doing that. Uh, that. We're going to try to do the show up there, depending on if I'm busy doing games or not. So um, great stuff. But let's see here. Uh Anyway, um, that'll be fun up there in, uh, in in State A. And it's funny because B and C are my favorite basketball in Montana, and then probably Double A and then A. And I'm going to be doing the A games, which is which is cool. But there's going to be some great ball played. It's about the kids. It's about having fun, and they're going to do awesome. And I uh, can't wait to get up there. Hopefully, tournaments happen. Hopefully, through their uh, entirety this year. And hopefully, uh, in the venues now that they're set at, they moved State A f- uh, from I believe Butte to Great Falls, and moved it up a week because Great Falls also has the Double A the following week. So got the State A, March third through the sixth, a couple of weeks from now. That'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I love doing games. High school games are the best. Had a chance to do some college games for a few years, too. That was fun. And uh, got to know uh, this next, uh, our, our first guest uh, coming up, uh, Sarah Challenge. Got to know her pretty well while she played for the Carroll Women and uh, was a sharpshooter at Idaho. A lot of fun. She was, uh, we'll, we'll talk to her uh, coming up here in a few minutes, but she was super awesome. Had a great time. Her family is so cool. And that's what the cool thing about doing play-by-play for a team, especially college, is you get to know the families from because they're from all over. And uh, the, this family was pretty awesome to hang out. I mean, they're all hang out with families. They're cool to hang out with. But had a great time. Had a great time with the Challenge family. Uh, and we'll talk to Sarah when we return. Jason Walker Show is presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle. It is your choice where you have it repaired. Choose. Capital Collision Center. And, you know, it's expensive to get a vehicle chip fixed. It really is. doesn't matter if you're paying for it, insurance paying for it, or whatever. But here's the thing. Capital Collision is one of the first in the country to be manufacturer certified. What that means is special training and equipment. But it's important to Capital Collision that your vehicle is properly repaired to manufacture repair requirements to maintain the safety and value of their vehicle. So they spend a lot of money to make sure that they are trained to do your repair on your vehicle the right way the first time. And Capital Collision Center does that each and every time on Euclid in Helena. Coming right back, Jason Walker Show. We will talk with Sarah Chalich next. Hang on. 
New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Can you hear me? Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings and Rucker's Furniture. This means tremendous (laughs) values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furniture. Hang on. When you shop records, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rucker's Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show, presented by Capital Collision Center, hanging out in the Major Mortgage Man Cave, having a good time today. Uh, on this day in history and a whole much more coming up. But I cannot wait to get to our first guest. You might be able to see her right now. She is the former sharpshooter for the Carroll College women's basketball team. She is a rock star on her own. She is, well, she's just a great family friend. Sarah Challenge joining us. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. You look great on your day off. And uh, what do you got hanging? You got the old school fork and spoon behind you. I know, I do. (laughs) I haven't seen those since, uh, I think, my grandma's house. Anyway. (laughs) Um, It's decor. I'm a girl. There you go. I like it. Uh, Okay, before we get started, Sarah, I have to ask you this because I see it on your mom's Facebook page. For oh, for five or six years that I've known you, I've always said Sarah Challenge. But according to your mom's Facebook, it is Challenge. No, it's <laughs> it's Challenge. Well, then she spelled it wrong phonetically on her Facebook page. Did she? Yeah, I'll have to give I'll have to give Connie some hard times here. Oh, Mama Con. <laughs> <laughs> How is the family, by the way? Good. Dad's right here. Oh, he down here. Hi, Dad. How are you? Good, good, Jason. Nice to, nice to talk to you. Yeah, you as well. Um, miss you guys. There's no question about that. Yeah, miss you too. Were you How's just? The- oh well, I was going to show some pictures of the baby. Um, oh. She's not quite a baby anymore, but I'm going to show. I don't know if you'll be able to see him, but um, this is this was. Let's see here. Let me get to this. So this was the. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you can see it or not, but. Uh, the night that the night before Winnie was born, you were our nurse in the hospital, hanging out with uh, the pregnant wife. She's gonna yes. kill me for showing these pictures. Here. <laughs> um, and there's a picture of uh, the the four of us after Winnie was born. So um, anyway, you'll you'll be able to see later. So Sarah Challich joining us here, Jason Walker Show. All right, Sarah. Yes. Um, you graduated what two, three years now? Uh, two years ago now, right? Two. Yeah. Don't age me that much. Yes. <laughs> Are you? You're... Two and a half. Uh, May of eighteen. So almost three years ago. Almost three. Yeah. Yeah, because you graduated like right after Winnie was born. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, was that your first delivery? 
No. Okay. I've done a lot. No, I um I delivered Cassie and Pat Cosina's baby too. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I'm my orient or my uh, clinical OB thing. So. Clinic. That's professionalism right there. Clinical OB thing. I like. Oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy that you were able to be a part of it because uh, I know. Me too. It worked out so well for re- both of you. It really did. Um, Sarah, take me through uh, what you've been doing the last two and a half years. Oh golly. Okay, I uh, passed my boards exam, the NCLEX. Studied my butt off for like three months, and then I moved down to Boise. And I got a job um, at St. Luke's in Nampa, but I also we float to Meridian in Boise. And then, um, yeah, I've just been doing labor delivery, and it's fun. Um, I was traveling a lot pre-COVID, and then I would go see my brother in Seattle, go home a lot, um, go up to Montana, and then, um, yeah, just working and doing me. Which is the best uh, for you is uh, you take care of yourself first. How is your brother, by the way? He's doing good. He's in Seattle. He's a cop now. Wow. Uh, yeah. So he's with all the rights and the craziness of Seattle. So he graduated say. in September. So it was a really long, drawn-out um, like a, yeah. academy that he was in. Probably. And then the COVID and then... Yeah, now he's on the streets, and he's loving it. He does work night shift, which sucks, but um, he just had his, his um, uh, pulled over his first DUI, Ooh. and then he it's just like he loves it because there's something different every single day, and he's never bored, so especially in Seattle. Right. What was it like for him going through Academy? I mean, that's got to be scary last year because of everything that was going on in Seattle and still is. Right. He would call us and he would, like, you do martial arts and you do, like, testing and physical testing and then you go to the gun range. Like, he loved it. It's just, I think he was so nervous and he's like, do I, is this really what I want to do? <laughs> because he, he said one of his, um, ride-alongs that there was a cop that he, where the cop car that he was in, they went downtown and there was a cop car on fire. Like, that's scary. So do you really want to be a cop right now? Like, maybe not, but he wants to make a difference. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to do it. That's awesome. Yeah. Even for being a grizzly football player at a time, he's still pretty cool. I like him. <laughs> Sarah Chalice joining us here. Jason Walker show used to play basketball for Carol. Um, were those some of your favorite days? Yeah, I miss it. <laughs> I do. I miss it. I am. I love my job, but I think not really the basketball aspect of it. I do love basketball, but more um, so the relationships. I still talk to Cassie, um, Kate, and Oli. Once a month, uh, we do a little, one thing I love about COVID is the Zoom meetings. So we have a Zoom date on the first of every month. Um, so we've definitely stayed in contact. And then every time I go back to Helena and see my lovely host family, and then coach is always there. And it's nice that BP is a part of the coaching staff too. So, and then I also see Dowdy a lot too. So um, yeah, connected and it's nice because, will forever be my best friends, and I'm so glad that Carol gave me them. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Chalice joining us here, Jason Walker Show on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Um, before we uh, before we talk about what it's like to be a nurse during a pandemic, which I can't even imagine, but um, you mentioned some of your friends, and those were great friendships um, that have been cultivated since you guys were 18 years old. And, uh, you know, a funny story that I was told that I always will never forget this is um, you and Britt weren't exactly friends in high school, and then you rode out from <laughs> Spokane area, Coeur d'Alene area together um, and became best friends in the five-hour car ride it got, uh, took to get to Helena, and you guys are friends ever now, or forever. And it actually it started way before um, high school even. Like, we played, I don't know, when did it start, like, it was like sixth grade. She was on Red Robin. I was on the Coeur d'Alene Thunder. And we were post back then. Like, we were the 
the biggest ones. And so she would try to post me up and I'd pinch her. <laughs> Don't do that. Why would you post me up? Or I would step on her toe when she tried to jump. I was, and we were just scrappy. We would always get in foul trouble just because I probably would have four fouls just on Brit. And then we would go to like the all-star games to get or play against each other. And then um, we had no idea. And when they called us out to um, say who the starters were for the Washington versus Idaho game, um, they're like, Sarah Challenge is going to Carroll College. And then they said, Brittany Johnson is also going to Carroll College. And I was like, I just remember looking over and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, oh, no, I want to back out. <laughs> well. Five hours, and now she's my best friend. Yeah. Like, it's, it works out so well. It is It is very cool. Uh, Sarah Chalich joining us here, Jason Walker Show. Those were, because you were part of that eight-girl signing class, is that right? Yeah, grade eight. Yeah. And, yeah. and most of uh, most all y'all made it to the end. Yeah. Playing-wise, oh, yeah. anyway. Yes. Because yeah. you had that bad injury. How's that? Great. It might even be better than my other one. I had a really good PT. My host mom was my PT, so bless up. Love her so much. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I was able to snowboard. Like, I mean, I still I snowboard this year, but I was able to snowboard like the eight months out. And then I would play pickup games, and I did hoop fest. Nice. And yeah, it it was fine. It just sucked in the moment. Are you still playing games like pickup? Um, no, not anymore. I do wanna. I want to join a women's league though. I think that'd be so fun. I think you'd. you'd, you'd uh, can you still shoot though? I mean, that's. <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> that's funny. Um, all right. Um, more fun questions on the way. But Sarah, what's it like to be a nurse in a pandemic? Because you had basically a, a year and a half or so almost two years before everything hit last March. And it's got to be completely different. Take me through this. What is it? What's the big differences? Um, there's so many, uh, I mean, one thing I hate is the masks. Like, uh, it was nice to know that I was a nurse before the masks just to see what it felt like. Um, because right now our patients only see our eyeballs and like, it just kind of, it's not as personal as it could be, um, but at the beginning, so um, we were mandated once COVID hit, just because we had no idea what it was. We're like, oh, it's the flu. Like, no, it's not the flu. Um, once it hit, we were mandated 36 hours extra on top of already working 36 hours in a week, and just because we were we were slammed, and um, we had to induce our moms at 39 weeks, no matter what, even if they didn't even have a risk factor, because once COVID hit, we knew like it was getting, it was going to get worse. And we wanted the moms to come in and then get out. So we had for a vaginal delivery, we would have them stay for 24 hours pre COVID. And now they can leave 10 to 12 hours after delivery. And then with C-sections, they um, can stay up to like 72 hours and now they can leave at 24 hours. So, and a C-section is not just like a a mild surgery. Like you're cutting into their abdominal muscles and then the uterine. Um, and then, so we had to get the masks, which sucked. So for a while we, well, first we got trained in PPE. It was mandated. And then we had to wear these N95, but we still do. But um, we were only given one for a long time. And so we would have to put them in a paper bag, but the first week we ran out of paper bags, like the brown paper bags were like, well, what are we, what are we supposed to do? So we would hang them on our lockers. I'm like, this is, this has COVID on it. Like we need to stay safe, but this is this, no, we need something else. So then we ran out of them, the N95s. And so we had to get refitted for new ones that just got here a month ago. Um, but now it's so great. Now we can just, use uh, a 95 once a day and then toss it. Um, and then let's see, at the beginning we did huddle and bedside report, which is very important. And now we don't do that anymore. Um, 
that's a report you just go in with your the next the nurse that's coming on to shift and just talk about them um, but they don't they didn't want as much exposure as they could have gotten and then oh my goodness so many visitors visitors is a mm. big um, so right now uh, well pre-covid it was everybody and their mom could come and show up. Like at one time I had 15 people in the delivery room and I was like, grandma, you're breathing on me. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need space to work. Um, no, but, and so now it's just the dads um, and they can only come and go like one or two times, but that's it. And so, um, they, yeah, only the dads, no doulas, which is crazy, but we just actually got that back last Monday. So doulas are um, able to come in. And then a big thing was, like, we weren't even letting dads eat, which is not realistic at all. So for however long the stay is, they want to be able to eat because they think if you take off your mask, then you're exposing us nurses and people coming into the room. And so, which is just crazy. I'm like, so you're, you're telling me that this dad can never eat. Like, he's going to be a, a patient soon after he faints on me. Like, no. <laughs> and so um, they uh, changed and they decided that they could go out to their cars. But then that was more exposure coming in and coming out. So then they just changed it back to saying that dad can do Uber Eats or um, have something, some food company drop off they go to the door and then come back upstairs and eat but for a while we were like i would just pack protein bars just in case and just like hand it to them because i'm like this is crazy you need to eat too like what so the uh so the the dads were almost like um the the saints men's basketball players on road trips they just never got to eat never got to eat (laughs) For real, yeah. And, and you're bringing leftovers to give it to them. Yeah. I'm like, oh, poor dad. Yeah, and then um, what was another one? Uh, oh, we did run out of hand sanitizer. So our local breweries were making hand sanitizer that were, like, pure alcohol. It smelled like vodka, like straight oh my up. God. I was like, I don't even, I don't, I'll just wash my hands with soap and water every time. It's fine. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's so crazy. But our all three of the hospitals in the Treasure Valley really implemented safety, and they um, the thermo scanners. So you would have to go in and get your temperature checked. You had the mandated PPE, um, and yeah, they did awesome. And then the telehealth, which is I think that's gonna stay and stick even after COVID, just because why do you need to go into your doctor's office when you can just do a, a phone call saying like, Nope, I'm good. I'm healthy. Like I don't need to come in and do a copay, you know? So yeah. there's some good things that have come out of this, but I just want it to all be over. We, I think we all do. Sarah challenge joining us. Um, it's interesting to get a nurse's perspective because I've seen quotes from a nurses and, and everything here in Helena, but being a, a labor and delivery nurse, I mean, I just can't even imagine because you're bringing, new life into a world that you didn't even know about a year ago, you know? Right. Right. And even with that too, like there's been some change. The CDC recommends that if mom is positive and they have this baby, um, then we remove the baby. We don't do delayed or delayed cord clamping, which is really good for the transitional circulation and perfusion to the fetus. Um, So we just clamp, clamp, cut, and then take the baby out of the room which is, it sucks for mom because you don't get that bonding. It doesn't help with blood sugars or it's just not. And so for a while they were saying that moms can't refuse it, which I'm like, you're taking the autonomy out of that. Like they're, they have, they can and they will refuse it. So we've only had a few moms. Um, Cause we just say like, it's best for baby if we remove baby and put it in the NICU. But it doesn't make sense because they're going to go home to the mom and the dad that are already exposed to COVID. So what's the first, like, 24 hours going to do? Sarah so, Talich joining us here, Jason Walker Show. Are, are you fully vaccinated? I am, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad. Did it hurt? Um, No. It's Some people said it hurt, but I don't think it did. It was just I just had a sore arm for, like, 
12 hours. Like that was my only symptom was just a sore arm. It's like getting a flu shot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you have it, to do it twice. <laughs> you have to do it twice. 28 days after. Crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you were okay. Um, what I love is when you were still a player, you would give the flu shots to players on no, your team in the like lobby yeah. of, of the PE center. Yes, I did. That was so great. And it would be after practice too. I'm all sweaty. I'm like, Oh gosh. And hungry and shaky. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. good stuff. Sarah challenge our guest here. Okay. Um, I, I just there's so many questions about this pandemic, but I want to keep it light. Um, I think you answered the most hardest stuff or the most interesting stuff. But um, that, that you mentioned the taking the baby out of the room, and and you know when when Winnie was born, you actually got to hold her before I did, which yeah. <laughs> took me like three hours. And finally, yeah. you're like, hey, do you want to hold your daughter? And I'm like, uh, yes. yeah. <laughs> Um, but that skin-to-skin contact with mom right away is yeah. so vital, and that's that's being missed too right now, and that sucks. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the blood sugar thing is because when you start having to chase blood sugars, you'll keep chasing them, and you only get three low ones, lower than 45, and then they go to NICU. So it's, it's like it's either going to be a direct NICU admit or, like, let's just do skin-to-skin. Helps with breastfeeding, helps with um, the thermal regulation to keep their temperatures up, and it helps blood sugar. So there was, it's almost like benefits, risks, like what do you do? So, but we just had to follow our policy, and yeah. You um, seem like the kind that uh, person, because I know you, that is going to speak up when you see stuff, and it sounds like you have been. Mm-hmm. I've definitely. That's one thing that uh, COVID has helped me with is find my voice because for a while, like, as a new grad or just a new nurse, you're a novice, and so you don't want to speak up to a physician or a charge nurse that's been a nurse for so many years. Like, there, we have nurses that have been in L&D, my field, longer than I've been born. And I'm like, you teach me, girlfriend. Like, what do I know? Like, I don't know. Um, but it definitely has shown me, like, I know what I'm doing and it is, like, it is okay to speak up because there are different ways to do everything. And sometimes people don't know the ways that I do things or, like, I can help a nurse that's been a nurse longer than I've had. I've been born. So I'm like, okay, you teach me, girl. I'll teach you. Well, it almost sounds like being a freshman all over again where you feel that, can I say something to a senior that's been through this, you know, the last four years, right. but there might be a different way to do it that maybe works. And so as a right. freshman, I'm going to step up and say something. Right. Yeah. Pretty good analogy there, huh? Yes. It's, great. <laughs> all right. How's the singing voice? The singing voice is still there. <laughs> it's still there. Yeah. My patients. And even when I'm walking in the grocery store and they're like, Oh, nice. I'm like, thank you. I don't even know. Can you even hear me under this mask? Well, that's fun. Do you, so I'm guessing you're not one that drives with the mask on. I do not, know. But you wear it wherever you have to. That would be silly. Uh, yes, I do wear it, yeah. <laughs> um, you've, uh, you've been on some vacations, though. How was, how was uh, Cali recently? Cali was amazing. I just got back. Um, I'm So... I am, cha- well, same career, but just changing a little bit just because lo- I'm so eager to learn and it's like the next step for me because I've done staff nursing. I've done the OR for C-sections. I've done triage, which is like an ER for OB. Um, I've precepted, so I'm teaching um, ladies that need to know how to do my job. And then, so then I was like kind of getting routine like, okay, and I've always wanted to do travel nursing, and so I'm going to start that March 11th is when I leave. Wow. And we're going to go to Cali. Um, I actually just had an interview yesterday for a Kaiser Hospital there, so we're waiting back. We'll see. But I can't reach out for 24, 48 hours, they said, so I'm just like a waiting game. I'm like, am I going to get this job or am I not? But it's a really cool gig. Like you 
sign a contract every 13 weeks and then you can just like bounce around um, all over Cali. So, or you can go um, all over the States if you want to. Like I could go to Hawaii or I could go to New York or Arizona or Denver. Or, or Montana. Or Montana or home to Coeur d'Alene. <laughs> Why would you want to go to Coeur d'Alene? No. I know. Um, <laughs> That's my plan, but not yet. Okay, all right. Uh, Tori's, uh, the wife, her um, sister is a labor and delivery traveling nurse, but she's been in Texas for a couple years now, so she just stayed mm-hmm. there. But she started yeah. doing the traveling in Cali and then ended up in Texas. So. Oh, wow. But yeah, she does the same thing in Dallas that you do in Boise. Yeah, Texas just got some snow. Oh, man, did they ever, yeah. They got crazy. Um, thank goodness Cali didn't while you were there. I know. I know. I do love the beach. <laughs> yes, you do. Hey, uh, okay, let's go back to your playing days a little bit. Favorite Frontier Conference gym to play in? Oh, gosh. Um, that wasn't the PE Center. I was going to say, besides Carol. Um, let's see. Uh, I hated tech because of this, the fans. My favorite one, uh, probably LC. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I liked LC a lot. And you guys won uh, there a couple times, too, which helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially that I'll, long road trip. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but it also helped because I had a lot of family in Coeur d'Alene that would come mm-hmm. up to the games and watch Tackett and Orlandi and, yep. yeah. But LC or I did like – I liked Western. Western wasn't bad. But for sure not Northern. It was way too dark in there. <laughs> I don't remember you shooting well in that gym. I do not remember either. <laughs> okay. Uh, favorite game at Carroll? Favorite game at Carroll? Um, when we beat Elsie, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Right. Because they were ranked first, and I was like, does that make us first now? Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely beating them because they were they would always beat us. I'm like, nope, not this time. Sorry. Uh, worst game at Carroll. Oh, um, worst game. I can I think it was against uh Tech. Yeah, it was against Tech, and at halftime, like you know, coach is very vocal, lover. But uh, when she became silent, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is worse. <laughs> Please talk to me something. <laughs> I did not like that. I did not like that. Now you know what it's like to be the guy in a relationship. <laughs> when, 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 the, when the girl goes quiet, things are getting bad. <laughs> like, oh, crap, what did I just do? Exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> losing the text sucks anyway. Who what? Losing to Tech sucks anyway. It doesn't matter oh. when it is, yeah. No. So there's no. that. Um, okay. Tournament times. You got to experience some national tournaments. Yes, we did. Um, didn't win as much as you would have liked, but favorite moments about those. And I'm going to guess, okay, my favorite moment with you at a national tournament was the first year in Independence when we went and visited the, the farm for uh, the kids Oh, yes. And you wanted to take a goat home. I did. Oh, my gosh, the pygmy goat. I've always wanted one. <laughs> it was so cute. I That was so fun. And it was such it was for, it was for such a good cause. Like, that, yeah. I Honestly, that was a good. I The Tennessee one, um, I just remember we had Thanksgiving dinner at Jack in the Box, which other people would be like, wait, you really did? And, it, like, it wasn't a bad thing. Um, but, and then, oh no, it was at, uh, it was at Jack in the Box and also at the homeless shelter. Um, oh, I can't remember, but no, it was all good. I loved it. I also loved going to Hawaii too, besides the fact that I didn't play, but that's all right. I, um, I didn't get to go on that trip. I might, the, the company wouldn't let me go. Yeah, well, with a torn ACL trying to walk on the beach, it's not pretty. <laughs> well, it's not, it, walking, watching people walk with a torn ACL is not great anyway um, right? <laughs> yeah, on the beach. Um, I can't remember why I didn't get to go other than they just didn't want to pay for it. Um, oh. I missed some good trips, Tennessee, Hawaii. 
But it was they, always fun being – the bus trips were my favorite. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because I sat up front with the coaching staff and then yeah. the girls, and the guys slept anyway, so it didn't really matter. But we watched some good movies on road trips too. We did. We watched a lot of movies. <laughs> we sat through a lot of chick flicks too. Oh uh, well, I would bring some. That's the sad you part. Would you would bring them. I'm yeah. not. A, I'm not. I'm not opposed to chick flicks. Yeah. No. <laughs> were you Were you on the bus the one time? Who was it that it was like the first ten minutes we had to take the the movie out because there was like. Some love scene that was really bad. Um, was that your senior year? Was it? I can't remember. They went like this couple went to a cabin and or a house that they rented, and then there was like a shower scene, and then like a it was just it was like somebody like the coaching staff was like, yeah, we're not watching this one. And <laughs> Coach I Coach was probably like, what is this? <laughs> what do you, well, do you remember when he we put the sandlot in? And he's like, what is this movie? Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like coach, this is great, and he's like, um, no, no, this is terrible. <laughs> I was like, coach, see, but come on, y'all. Oh goodness. Okay. Um, you didn't. Did you sleep a lot on road trips? No, I no. I I can't take naps. I was always the one up in the back. Yeah, just hanging out, listening. Just to hanging music. out. Yep, singing probably with Oli. Oli. Oh, how is she? She's doing really good. That's awesome. I miss she her. She smashed her hand, and it wasn't good for a while, but her hand, her fingers are looking better. She's uh, She was always a, an awesome one. Oh, yes. Love her. Um, well, you guys, you know what you guys should do is write a book about your <laughs> days at Carol and expose the secrets. <laughs> expose everyone. <laughs> I can hear your dad laughing like. <laughs> a lot of them will be about me and Britt, for sure. We had a lot of moments in Coach's office. Really? We did. Oh, I got to hear these stories. Come on. They they just, yeah. Just don't get caught. Just don't get caught. That's all she said? <laughs> no, that's what my, that's what I live by. Just don't get caught, and then oh. you won't get in trouble. Sarah, I, Thank yeah, you. goodness. <laughs> Um, how's Shane? Shane is great. Okay. He's loving it. He's loving Cali. Um. Well, he's from Cali. He's from Cali, yeah, but he, uh, works downtown, um, Santa Monica. So yeah. the trip up back home, not a fan because it takes an hour or so. And then, um, we actually, when we just went down, we looked at apartments in Marina Del Rey. Ooh. So I know it's like. We found one that's two blocks up from Venice Beach. So I just, last week, I sold my uh, snowboard for, I'm going to get a surfboard. So we'll see if. Oh, my gosh. We'll see if I can stand up on a surfboard. He's really good at it, so hopefully he can teach me. So are we breaking some news here on the on the Jason Walker show? And are we, are we am I going to be getting some invitation to some sort anytime soon? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> really? We'll see. Oh. Do I need to get a hold of Shane and uh, and and start <laughs> prodding him a little bit here? You can call him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, mission, Jason. Good stuff. So you want that uh, that next step? Yeah. Of Am I putting you on the spot here? No, not at all. Oh, you're just you're just like, hey, dude, come on, get it together. I've been waiting for this. Come on, Shane. No, we're young. We're going to have fun first. Yeah, you have a lot of fun. I follow you on social media, and uh, it's a blast to catch up with you. Um, yeah. I could go on and on talking with you because I miss you. But next time you're here, <laughs> would you please stop by? Yes, of course. I I am going to be there for um, Zach Hanser's wedding and then Troy Industries' wedding okay. in July. In July. Okay. Yeah. That's a good month. Um, um, you got to see the little one. She's almost three now. I know, I know. I need to do better sending pictures, though. But you see stuff on Instagram, don't you? Yeah, I see stuff on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I know. She's getting so big. And talking. Who is that? It's like a little girl. Well, your your comment the other day was funny. I uh, read it to the wife, but it was like, our little girl's growing up. And you yeah. meant, you said it, like, our little girl's growing up. <laughs> because... Oh, yeah. yeah, and Tori's like, well, yeah, she kind of is, so. Yeah, 
Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Well, I might, so my plan is to uh, do travel nursing for two years. And so we will probably be in Cali for that time. And then I just bought a house in Coeur d'Alene. So you did? I did, yeah. Awesome. Congrats. So now exciting. I have a place to stay. Yes, you do. Um, and so I will be more that way in a couple of years. So. Okay. Because I yeah. like to come out and golf the golf out there. So. Oh, yeah. Come on out. Coeur d'Alene Golf Course, great place. That's right. Um, as long as your dad goes with me. Yes. Dad will definitely be there. Perfect. I love it. Hey, um, I'll let you roll, but I appreciate the time. It's been fun. Um, I could, like I said, I could talk to you for another hour and just reminisce about the the good old days, so to, so to speak. But, um, hey, I wish you the best. Say hi to everybody in the family, including your, your brother, um, and tell him thank you too, by the way. Yes, I will for sure. Bob says hi. He is now overseas. He deployed yesterday, so... He will oh. uh, he will be watching this later because he loved you. <laughs> How long is he gone for? Till he gets back. Oh, so you don't know? No, nine months. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nine months. So he'll be back oh. around Thanksgiving. So, I just oh was in God. Kansas City with him over the weekend. Ah, oh, so fun. Yeah, we had a good time. But he's not twenty one yet. He turns he'll be he'll be quarantined overseas on his birthday, March first, when he when he turns twenty one. Oh, it's okay. He's doing good for the country. Yes, that's right. Like, uh, and it's, your 21st is overrated. Yeah. Because you've done it all anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, and thank you, by the way, for getting my 18-year-old son beer on graduation. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and you know what he did? He drank what? it in his room warm. Warm <laughs> beer. Gross. Oh, gosh. Anyway. Sarah, appreciate the time. Stay safe and uh, seriously, say hi to the family. Dad, hello, and uh, stay in touch. I've still got Dad's number. So, um, hey, sounds perfect. Okay, we'll see you in July then. Okay, sounds good. All right, that is Sarah Chalich joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. She is an absolute sweetheart, one of my all-time favorite Saint players, and uh, one of my all-time favorite people in general. Um, just a sweetie. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back, and when we do on this day in history – and a whole lot more. And as we go to break, I'm going to show you a video of Sarah doing work as a labor and delivery nurse. This was uh, th- almost three years ago. Talking to my wife the night before. Steroid savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena. Steroid savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find steroid savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918. Or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122. Equal housing lender. (laughs) 
Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. Still uh, reminiscing about uh, Sarah Chalich and her great work as a nurse when she uh, helped as a student um, deliver Little Weenie. So that was uh, almost three years ago. She was so great. Miss Sarah. Was so happy to chat with her today. All right. Jason Walker Show in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. And uh, got some breaking news that came out about 20 minutes ago or less. Uh, Greg Rockotch reporting from 406mtsports.com that uh, Wes Keller has been reinstated as the, the head coach at Rocky Mountain College. And that is as good a news as uh, I've heard in a while because he deserves it. He got hosed by uh, the administration for a couple of weeks. And after a, quote, a comprehensive review of its women's basketball program, end quote, Keller was uh, reinstated. Uh, Rocky President Bob Wilmouth quoted in a press release saying that, uh, quote, we have every or have complete confidence that Coach Keller is the right leader for our women's basketball program, end quote. Uh, he has not coached in a couple of weeks, but that is great that he is back. There's no indication if the top eight players, including the top five scorers who sat out in support of Coach Keller, no indication according to the uh, article if they'll come back, but uh, we'll keep you updated, of course. And uh, great news for Coach Keller to be back. I love that. Absolutely great news. Back leading practice today, and uh, there you go. Good, good stuff. Uh, so there you go. All right. Also, just got this confirmation. We will be joined Monday at the top of the show, 4 o'clock, by MSU football coach Brent Vegan. And uh, he will join us right at the top of the show. And uh, just uh, confirming with Bill Lamberty, the sports information director. And uh, it's done. Done, 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 done deal. Cool. Great news. See, this is, I had a great conversation with Sarah Challenge. We had fun. We find out Coach Keller's back, which is even awesome. And we get to talk to Brent Vegan on Monday. I mean, what else is going to happen today that's going to go great? Everything. I'm making birthday dinner for the wife. It's her birthday tomorrow, so remember, no show tomorrow. We'll be, we'll be back Monday, but no show tomorrow. Um, but I am making birthday dinner tonight for uh, the wife whose birthday is tomorrow. So there you go. Uh, let's see here. Appreciate the comments on the pod bean. Trying to work on that. Sorry, folks. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's get to on this day in history. It is uh, National Battery Day, February the 18th. On 1745, Alessandro Volta was born, an Italian physicist and inventor of the first battery. That is why it is National Battery Day. It is Crab Stuff Flounder Day, not what I'm making for dinner tonight, making a pina colada shrimp from Dinner's Done Right, by the way. Go to dinnersdoneright.com. It, it is a National Drink Wine Day. Maybe. 1909, Boston Red Sox trade Cy Young at the age of 41 to the Cleveland Naps. 1944, 15-year-old Joe Nuxall signs a contract to play baseball with the Cincinnati Reds just a day after playing in a high school basketball game. He would make his debut that summer. In 1960, the eighth Winter Games opened up at Squaw Valley. Also on this date, 1960, Walter O'Malley, then Dodger owner, purchased Chavez Ravine for uh, just under $500,000. Imagine how much that piece of land is worth now. Uh, 1981, 20-year-old Edmonton center Wayne Gretzky becomes the first player in NHL history to score five career hat tricks before the age of 21. He had five goals and two assists in a game against St. Louis on this date, 1981. 1984, Katarina Witt won the first two straight gold medals at Sarajevo, also won at Calgary. Uh, 1895, happy birthday, George Gipp, the Gipper, was born on this date in 1895. Jack Palance, the actor, 1920. Juice Newton's birthday is today, 1952. John Travolta, born on this date in 1954. Harry Carey passed away on this date in 1998. 
the great announcer. Eddie Matthews, the great home run hitter and Hall of Fame third baseman for Milwaukee Braves. Hit 512 home runs, died on this date in 2001, as did Dale Earnhardt Jr., who passed away on this date in 2001 as well. It's been 20 years now. That's That's crazy. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Great show today. Thank you. Sarah Chalich, so much fun. She is one of my all-time favorite people. There's no question about that, and her family too. Mom, dad, brother Chad, Boston Rhymes up here in the Major Mortgage Man Cave. No show tomorrow, remember that. Thank your nurses and your police officers. The Chalich family has them both. Good night to my son, Bob, who is overseas. Deployment just left yesterday. Monday. Montana State football coach Brent Vegan on the show, 4 o'clock. We'll see you back here Monday at 4. Go to jasonwalkershow.com or presented by Capital Collision Center. Have yourself a great, where'd my mouse go? Have yourself a fantastic Thursday. We'll see you Monday. Have a good weekend. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.